Are you ready to live in new dimensions with the power given to you by God? Well, you've tuned in to the right podcast. Welcome to Motivated to Greatness, where we discover the greatness within. Here's your host, Jerome Bouveret. Well, welcome to the Motivated to Greatness podcast. I am your host, Jerome Bouveret. Listen, are you ready to discover the greatness within? Then let's start today's journey. Now, listen, before we get started on the podcast, I need you to do me a favor. Would you take just a few seconds and share this podcast with other people? You can text the link right to other people's phone, put it on your social media. It's on all of our social media, which at the end of the broadcast, which I need you to stay on the entire broadcast because our announcer is going to share some things with you that I know you're going to want to be part of. But please help us grow and share this podcast with other people because we want to develop everybody that we can and help all those that listen to discover the greatness within. Now, on today's podcast, I'm going to talk about this understanding the seasons of life, understanding the seasons of life. Now, I know that there are people that are listening to this podcast right now that are experiencing different seasons. We all go through different seasons in our life, and some of them are pleasant and well, some of them are not so pleasant. But how do we navigate through the different seasons that we go through? How do we make it through the different phases of our life because we're going to have them. You know, you've heard me say it several times on this podcast throughout the last couple of months. We're going to have mountaintop experiences and we're going to have valley experiences. But how do we understand these different seasons? Because I firmly believe, my friends, that when you come to understand something, you can get through that thing that you now understand. So I want to talk about understanding the seasons of life. Teresa Lewis said this, every new season of your life will be an opportunity for you to learn and grow. Don't celebrate the good without celebrating the bad because they both work together to prepare you for the next season of your life. And isn't that a true statement that even in the bad times, even I bet you, you can look back even now as an adult or someone that maybe is coming into adulthood and say, you know what? I understand that I, that I had some valleys in my life, but those things helped develop me. And so that's really what she was saying is don't just celebrate the good, but also be thankful for even the not so good because they both work together and they both have worked together to develop you and I into who we are today. We are Catch us now. We are the sum total of the experiences of our life. And can I help you? You got to have the good experiences and you got to have the not so good experiences because all of that has developed us into who we are. So how do we understand the seasons of life? Well, I want to give us a scripture. Normally I give the scripture at the end, but this scripture really is going to be the basis for tonight's discussion and, and, and this podcast on understanding those seasons. Ecclesiastes chapter three and verse one, and it says this, there is a season, a appointed time for everything and a time for every delight and event or purpose under heaven. Can I help you understand this scripture like the Holy Spirit helped me understand it? And it is this. God has an appointed time for everything that we go through in life. 
Yeah, yes, even the valley experiences, God knew them and God possibly even appointed some of them. You know, I believe it's Psalms 139, verse 16 through 19. David said, all of the days of my life are written in your book before even one limb of me was formed in my mother's womb. Now that's the revised version, but but he was saying, listen, nothing takes God by surprise. The seasons don't take God by surprise in our life. Now they take us by surprise. Why? Because we're not prepared for all of those seasons. We're not prepared for the valley experiences that come in life at times. Maybe it's the loss of a loved one or, or maybe a layoff or even a loss of a job or, or maybe it's a health issue. But none of those things take God by surprise because before we were even formed in our mother's womb, Jeremiah 1 and 5, before we were even formed in our mother's womb, he knew us. So, so the beauty in the way that God designed the four seasons that we see naturally is this. We know, listen, I live in the Midwest and I know we got listeners from all over the world that are listening to this podcast. I come from the state of Michigan in the United States of America and it's considered the Midwest. And in the Midwest, we have all four seasons. We have spring, we have summer, we have fall, we have winter. But there is a beauty even in those seasons. And you got to understand that even the natural seasons speak to how God works. See, there is a beauty in the way that God designed the natural seasons. And it is this, that even though each one is distinct, my friends, they all work together in unison to bring life and growth. What is spring? Well, spring is a period of freshness and it's a season of new life. What does summer produce? Well, when we look at summertime, at least here in the Midwest, we see the fields are growing. The fields are producing. So the summer is a time of growth and productivity. But then you get to the autumn. What is autumn or fall as we call it? Fall is the time for harvesting the rewards of the labors of the summer. So springtime is freshness anew. Summertime is, a, is, a, is the season of growth and productivity. And autumn is the time for harvest, for harvesting the rewards. Now, we, we love that season here in Michigan. We love that season in our life. Don't you enjoy your life when you're harvesting the fruit of your labor, when you're seeing things pay off? All of that is good. But then there comes winter. Now, for many, winter is a gloom and, and doom, and, and we don't like winter. Well, here in Michigan, we get we get snow and ice, and, and, and schools get shut down. So we don't necessarily care for it. But what is winter? Winter is the season of dormancy, watch this, and listen very closely, and closure. So we have spring, which is newness and freshness of life. Summer is the growth and productivity season. Autumn is the time for harvest, but winter is the season of dormancy and closure. And each of these seasons, my friend, has its own unique beauty and makes a significant contribution to life. Yes, even the winter season, because you got to understand, we all love the new life season in the spring, spiritually, emotionally speaking. We love to see growth and productivity in our life like summer. We, we like harvest, but not too many people understand the importance of the season of closure 
or the winter season. So each of these seasons has its own unique beauty. And that's what Ecclesiastes chapter 3 and verse 1, the prophet is speaking to us. He is saying that every season has its purpose. And just as God planned the seasons in nature, my friend, he also planned the seasons in our life as well. See, life has its springtime moments when we begin new things and, and we look excitedly towards the future. And summer comes and we work diligently in the heat of the day at all that God has assigned to us to do. We, we love that. And, and then there's that fall experience in life, if I can use that term, that comes that, that there's fruition of things. We're starting to see that business take off. We're starting to see that ministry concept come into development. We're starting to see all of these things happen in our life. And that's the, the autumn, the harvest. But then there's a winter time. Winter brings an end to a particular period in our lives. See, sometimes, and I'm about to help us, sometimes winter brings hardship. But even in the season of closure, and let me help you, you've got to have those winter seasons. You've got to have those seasons of closure. Listen, you even got to have those seasons of dormancy. And I know we don't talk a lot about that in the church, but sometimes, sometimes you cannot be properly developed unless you have what I'm going to call a cave experience. Come on, somebody. You, you've got to have those winter seasons. Because winter, even though it may bring hardship, you got to remain faithful and hopeful in the winter seasons of life. Why? Because right on the backside of winter, right as soon as the storm starts to clear, as soon as the snow begins to melt, as soon as the sun, the sun starts to bring the temperature up, what's happening? Spring is right around the corner. See, life has many seasons. But you know what happens to all of these seasons in life? You ready for it? They all pass. They all will come to flourishing. See, in God's perfect design for our lives, my friends, he has planned for our times of fruitfulness and activity. He will also build in that life plan for us times of quiet and rest. There will be times when he asks us to remain faithful doing the same thing day after day after day after day. But there will also be periods of excitement and new beginnings. See, by God's grace, we will enjoy the seasons of harvesting the fruit of our faithfulness. By God's grace, we will also overcome the cold winters of heartache and grief. For without winter, my friends, there cannot be any spring. What happens in the winter? The snow, well, in the Midwest, the snow comes down. We get two, three, four feet, sometimes more than that. What's happening is that winter time is producing the elements needed to properly water for the spring so things can grow again. See, we need to have these seasons of fruitfulness. We need to have these seasons of harvesting. We also need to have these seasons where we just sit and we overcome the cold winters of these heartache and grief. Because without it, without the winter experience, there cannot be no spring. And it's just like that with the seasons of our life, like it is in the seasons of nature. These seasons in our life, these winter experiences, these spring experiences, these summer and these fall experiences, what's happening? 
You may be saying, Jerome, I'm in a winter season right now. I lost my job. I've I've been laid off for the last five months. My marriage isn't where it needs to be. Or or I'm not getting along with people like I'm, or I'm depressed. What is happening in this season? Like, Like the natural seasons, all of these seasons are working together to bring about God's perfect will for each and every one of you. Romans 8, 28, the the, the apostle Paul wrote to the Roman church and he said this, he said, and we know all things work together for the good. All things work together for the good to those that love God and are called according to his purpose. What what was he saying? what What was Paul saying? He was saying that all things, the mountaintop experiences and the valley experiences all work together to produce the good things that God has planned because God factored in. You got to hear me tonight. And I know I'm, I know I'm preaching just a little bit, but you got to grab this. God factored in the valley experiences just like he did the mountaintop experiences. He val- he, he factored in your life the winter experiences just like he did the summer experiences. And each one of these seasons is working together to bring about God's perfect will. Listen, what is it about a simple change in the weather that can bring out the best in people? Think about it. You go through the winter months. Listen, I'm an avid motorcycle person. I've been on a motorcycle. I had my first motorcycle at 14 years old before I even had a road, before I had a license to drive a car. I love getting on my Harley Davidson. The saddest time of the year for me is from about the middle of first, second week in October, right through to about the middle of April because the bike is up. But I know when that weather begins to break and I know when that snow begins to melt and those spring rains come and wash off all the salt of those, I start to get a little happier. Why? Because I know that I'm about to get, I call her Ruby. I'm about to get Ruby back out on the road again. Why? What is it when there's a simple change in the weather? Have you noticed that? That it brings out the best in people. Have you ever noticed that when springtime starts to come around just even a little bit, people start to get more active. They start to get a little more cheerful. See, watch this now. The slightest change in the elements, the slightest change in the atmosphere, the slightest change in the environment can bring out the best in people. It's almost like, if I can say it this way, it's almost like each new season is a new beginning. Even the winter months is a new beginning. It's very representation of newness stirs up changes in our thought process. See, autumn visions of our favorite warm, cozy sweater. I know there are people listening to this podcast that you love the fall months. You're into pumpkin spice. You like the hot chocolate. You like going to the cider mills. You you like the sweaters. You like the the, the fires in the fireplace. See, that that gets that gets you just, just excited. The hot cocoa, all of this stuff, it, it springs action into your heart. But the Bible also references, my friends, new changes and beginnings in our lives as being seasons. That's what he was talking about, Ecclesiastes chapter 3, that there are new seasons. What are seasons? Let me give you a little stronger definition of the word seasons. Seasons are simply metaphors. When the Bible talks about seasons, like Ecclesiastes chapter 3, it's simply a metaphor 
for God's perfect timing into delivering you and me through all the changes he makes in our lives. That's what a season is. It is him delivering us from one season to the next. It is about him delivering us through all the changes that he makes in our lives. Now, these certain seasons can bring about the blessings we reap from having been obedient in following him through those changes, even if we did not fully understand or welcome them at times. Do you understand that whether it be the spring, whether it be the summer, whether it be the fall or the winter seasons, if you will, every season brings with it its reward. Every season brings with it a benefit. Every season brings with it the opportunity for growth. See, Galatians chapter 6 and verse 9, the apostle Paul said, and let us not grow weary or tired of doing good. For in due season, we will reap if we do not give up. Notice what he said. The first challenge says, don't get weary in doing good. Keep doing it. Even if it doesn't feel like it's working. Even if that seems like that boss isn't getting any better. Even if it seems like that spouse isn't getting any nicer. Even if it seems like those children aren't obeying any better. Keep doing the good. Don't get tired of doing good. Notice he said, because in due season or in an appointed time, you will what? Reap. You'll experience the fall if what? You don't give up. I mean, what would it be if, if the farmer planted some, some, some seeds in the spring? Because that's when, in Michigan at least, in the winter, that's when we plant the seeds is in the springtime. What would happen if the farmer went out and planted the seed, but never, ever watered it, never took care of it, never took the weeds out, ne- never, never looked over the process, but just threw the seed in the ground and said, well, I'm just, I, that's it. I'm just done. I don't see nothing. I ain't going to make it. What would happen? He wouldn't, he would not get the harvest in the fall. Why? Because he hasn't properly tendered the process of the production. He hasn't properly looked after the process it takes to get to the harvest. So, so Galatians chapter six and verse nine, the apostle Paul is saying, don't get weary in doing well. Don't give up in doing good. Keep doing it. Even if it seems like it doesn't get you anywhere, keep doing it. Why? Because even though everybody around you may not be seeing it, even though everybody around you may not be recognizing it, even though everybody around you may not be saying thank you, God sees it. And he says, because, because you've been faithful in due season, you're going to reap, but he Here's the catcher. Here is the clause. Here is the the fine print, if you will, of the contract. He says, you'll reap in due season, guaranteed, if you don't give up. How many times in our lives, my friend, have we been, watch this, one action away from a harvest and we gave up? See, the scripture is telling us, he's, the apostle Paul is telling us, don't never give up no matter how long, no matter how strenuous or painstaking the road or the trials are in your life. There is always, always, my friends, a new season ahead, a new season of new beginnings. See, every day. Every day that we wake up, we can make the decision to begin again. We can adopt a positive mindset to be an overcomer, to be a conqueror, and to live triumphantly. All beginnings, hear me carefully, all beginnings must eventually come to an end. Why? So that a new beginning, a new season can take place. 
See, you can't get to spring unless you're willing to let go of winter. I mean, how foolish would I look if if in the springtime I walk out with a snowsuit on or I walk out with, with my winter hat and my gloves and my snow boots? How ridiculous would I look in the spring, the summer, and the fall trying to continue to live in a winter season when that season was done? See, listen. There are, I, I hear, I hear, I hear the Lord telling me to challenge you in this tonight. And I know that this is a little different podcast, but I feel this so strong. Listen, you have to realize that some things have to come to an end. So a new beginning and a new season can start. You have to be willing to let go. See, we need to take the opportunity to look ahead at what can be and forget what might have been. Where we get stuck, my friends, is so many times we get caught in the what ifs that we don't see what is. So we can't get stuck there. See, we can challenge ourselves to be better. We can challenge ourselves to live higher. We can challenge ourselves to rise above our own self-appointed limitations. Do you understand the greatest limitation that is ever put on you is the one you put on you? I say it all the time. The greatest enemy of you is not the adversary. The greatest enemy of you is you. So we literally have to look ahead and and, and look to a season of, of new thinking and new speaking and acting and living more positively in our life. See, each little subtle change we implement towards living a life more positive will eventually take root and manifest itself into our days, our weeks, our months, and our years. See, I can't say it any other way but this. You can't enter into a new season until you're willing to leave the old one behind. That's what, that's what the writer of Ecclesiastes, that's how you understand the seasons of life. You got to understand that there's those seasons of, 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 of newness and freshness and you got fresh energy and there's those seasons of productivity, like everything is working together. And then there's a season where you sit back and you're reaping the harvest and you're getting the pay raise or, or you had the joy and the peace. But then there's those seasons of closure. There's those seasons of dormancy and all of these things are working together, but you can't enter into the next season until you're willing to leave the old one. Listen, I think about the trees. You know, we're, we're coming into a season now here in Michigan where uh, we're going to start seeing that some of the trees are starting to change because of the temperature change, the environment change, the element change is changing. Watch this, the appearance of the trees. There's still trees, but the appearance is changing. What's happened? What's happening? They're changing colors. You especially see it when you go up north towards what we call the upper peninsula of Michigan. What you see is you're going to start seeing in the next couple weeks, beautiful trees full of wonderful green foliage that were rich and green. And some of the trees, they have ripened fruit, apple trees and and all of these things. They they have the fruit that can offer the shelter and the nourishment and the shade, but it's only temporarily. Why? Because these leaves eventually turn into brilliant hues of golds and reds and oranges. And what is that? We we stand in awe. We have in, in Michigan on the west side of the state, we have what's called the Trail of the Trees. It's about a 19-mile trek that many motorcyclists go up and even cars and, and trees come over the road and, and the colors are just beautiful. People travel from all over just to drive this route because it's such a beautiful sight. It looks like a, just a, a brushstroke of genius that only God could paint. But what's happening is those seasons are changing. The colors are changing. Why? Because those leaves have to fall. 
And what happens is when those leaves fall in the winter months, that beautiful tree becomes bare and vulnerable. And it has to survive the harshest season out of the four. The tree must go through the season. Why? In order to begin new life, a new cycle, to begin to bud and blossom brand new fragrant and beautiful leaves and fruit. But it could not bring in the new until it's willing to let go of and let the old drop off. Psalms chapter one and verse three says, he is like a tree planted by the streams of water that yields its fruit in its, here's that word again, season, and its leaf does not wither. In all that he does, he prospers. See, we need to be increasingly grateful and thank God continually continually, even when our future may seem unclear, even when the trials are around us, even when we're in the winter season, we can still stay firmly planted in the faith that we have so we will not wither, so we will not die, so we will not give up, but always prosper and produce fruit even in the winter season. See, all glory then comes to God or goes to God from daring to begin, daring to change, ushering in that new season, and forever trusting God with each unpredictable new step. Listen, my friends, I've got to challenge you in these last few minutes. Never stop believing. Never stop growing. See, we can never fully know what God's intentions are for us, but we can always do our absolute best with where he has placed us right now. Don't give up. Don't throw in the towel. I know you may be going through the winter experience. I know you may be experiencing some things right now that are not pleasant. I know that maybe you were enjoying the harvest season. You say, man, I want to go back to that. And maybe you may, maybe you feel like you're in this uh, uh, dying season or this season of closure right now. Listen, don't give up. Don't stop believing. Because it's only then, only then when we have learned all there is to learn and are truly grateful in this place called winter, this season, it's only then will God move us to a new, more bountiful and blessed season. I'm going to leave you with that scripture again. Ecclesiastes chapter three and verse one. There is a season and appointed time for everything and a time for every delight and event or purpose under heaven. C.S. Lewis said this, relying on God has to start all over every day as if nothing has yet been done. My friends, no matter what season you may be in, stay encouraged, stay strong, stay faithful, don't give up because a new season is right around the corner. Listen, my friends, I hope you're enjoying these podcasts. Will you partner with us? Will you help us continue to bring these empowering discussions? How can I do that, Jerome? How can, how can I help M2G? Well, first of all, share it, like I said at the beginning of the broadcast. But, but would you consider, would you please consider sowing a minimum donation of $5 a month, $5 a month, $1.25 a week, so we can do even more? 
Listen, you can give securely right through our website. We have several secure electronic methods of giving. We have Cash App. We have Givelify. You can give right through the website with credit card, debit card, checking account, whatever you want to do, and it's all tax deductible. So would you consider doing that, my friends, and helping us grow? There is no insignificant seed. Whether it be a one-time donation or a monthly commitment, we say thank you. Now, here is our announcer to share our website information and how you can stay connected to all things motivated to greatness. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of Motivated to Greatness. We hope that you were encouraged to find your greatness within. Tune in every Thursday for new episodes of Motivated to Greatness with Jerome Bouveret. If you have a topic idea that you would like to hear discussed or simply have questions, please email your requests to kingdombif at gmail.com. Again, that's kingdombif at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you. Would you like to receive weekly M2G mobile empowerments? If so, please text M2G to 31996. That's the letter M, the number two, and the letter G to 31996. We want you to stay empowered. Here at M2G, we believe in the power of prayer. If you have a prayer request and would like for us to agree with you, we have a team of hundreds of prayer warriors across the nation who are awaiting your requests. Please email your prayer requests to kingdombif at gmail.com. Again, that's kingdombif at gmail.com. Thank you for your continuous support. For more M2G info, please visit our website at www.kbif.info. Again, that's www.kbif.info. You can also connect with Jerome Bouveret by following him on Instagram, Facebook, Periscope, and by subscribing to his YouTube channel, all at Jerome A. Bouveret. Thank you again for tuning in to Motivated to Greatness. Take the time today to discover your greatness within.